Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, Grinders? Welcome back to the Weekend Grind podcast brought to you by Rotogrinders.com. It's the Sunday edition here. The Weekend Grind crew is in the building. I'm Josh, Sir Giant, as always, with my co-host, Mr. Chalk, Travis Mangone. Travis, how you doing today, man? Happy Sunday. Uh, good, yeah. Happy to be here, uh, you know, talking with some uh, MLB baseball. We got a pretty big Sunday slate, so we should probably just dive right in. Yeah, we do have a beautiful slate. But we do have the Masters today, too, right? I mean, uh, I know you're a crazy golf guy. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I'm kind of excited to watch the Rory Patrick Reed little showdown. That'll be tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Uh, should be should be a good time. And they were kind of uh, you know going at it today a little bit, so it'll be fun watching them uh, tomorrow. And uh, you know, Master Sunday is always a good time. Make sure you give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mango, and that's at Travis M A N G O N E. Love interacting with you guys. So shoot over any questions or comments you may have. And uh, yeah, we're happy to be here. We're here every weekend for you guys. So as Travis said, we have a big Sunday MLB slate, 10 games, and it's locking at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you get your lineups in uh, there. If you're on the West Coast, make sure you go ahead and get those lineups in early as well because uh, it's locking pretty early for you guys over there. But yeah, uh, you know, I think we should dive right in. People like this position by position. Uh, format that we uh, did last season, so we brought it back yesterday, got good feedback, so we're going to continue to do that. Uh, so let's go position by position, and as always, we do kick this off with the pitcher position. Travis, some interesting spots here that we could go in the slate because we have such a robust 10-game slate here. Uh, who would you be interested in here uh, looking at all these pitchers? we got 20 pitchers to pick from, and, and you know it, when you have that many pitchers, there's really different ways you can go that makes sense, so I want to see uh, what your take is here on pitcher today. Yes, I mean, we'll start at the top, right? Uh, Charlie Morton, I think he's someone that's really interesting. If I have the money for him, I'll definitely pay for him. I don't know if I will for sure, but it just kind of depends, right, on what bats I can get. And if I can get Charlie Morton, and I will, he's someone that I would like to prioritize. But uh, there's some other cheap pitchers that we can consider too. Uh, so I don't know, 11.5 is kind of expensive for him over on DraftKings. Uh, Fandle, I mean, you can just play whoever it seems like. So like, if you want to pay for Charlie Morton, sure. The prices are ridiculous over on that site. So, uh, you know, play whoever honestly over there but on uh, DraftKings, right that 11.5 price tag is kind of uh expensive like i just don't know if i'm definitely going to do it there's other options for cheaper i don't mind too like i like a mike clevenger uh, it's jake arietta's first start i'm a little nervous about that do i want to go there though the you know vegas agrees that it's a good spot it's against the terrible marlins team low uh, total for the marlins at 3.18 uh what can we expect from arietta that's interesting then you got like a guy like tyon who's you know a pretty solid pitcher going against another solid pitcher who's cheap in malay you got quintana 
Arizona coming off that blow-up game now gets the Brewers, which isn't the greatest park, but uh, Quintana's a great pitcher in general, so uh, I like you know him in this spot. I, there's like a bunch of different routes that you can go here, even to Jordan Montgomery. Uh, not, not the greatest pitching spot for him, but he's a cheap option. So there's pitchers everywhere, like Luke Weaver, who we talked about on the, in the first week, young, talented pitcher who could be really interesting too. Uh, you know, this is not the greatest spot to target him, but I think it's a fine spot. Like some of those, uh, you know, power bats on Arizona are the righties, right? So, uh, you know, Luke Weaver definitely had the uh, hand advantage there. So uh, there's a lot of different routes you can go. And uh, I, I think it's like one of those things where I'm going to kind of like wait and see throughout the day. Like I'm going to kind of uh, make my player pool and have a lot of pitchers in there at the time and uh, kind of depend on what bats I can fit in, right? Because there are going to be bats that I want. Uh, I, I think the pitchers, I don't think you have to pay up, right? It's not one of those spots where I, I see Charlie Morton at that 11.5K when I'd rather have him or I'd rather have a discount to like a Quintana at 8.9. I mean, that's a really nice discount there. So I really think there's a lot of different routes that you can go. Uh, so I don't know. I haven't like kind of, uh, you know, condensed it down and just made it like, oh, I know exactly which pitcher I'm taking. But like, if I could, I would love to get Charlie Morton. He's a guy like I like Clevenger, Luke Weaver. Uh, I'd maybe go with Arietta, but I, I kind of don't want to take him like first game out, not really knowing what to, to do. But he's gets the Marlins and then like a Quintana too. Like those are kind of the guys I'm really keying in on right now. But uh, it's hard to kind of, uh, you know, narrow it down just to two right now. Yeah, you know, I agree about Charlie Morton. He is going to be chalky, and I think that it's definitely justifiable that he will be. We look at his numbers from last season, uh, 25.8% strikeout rate, 52.7% ground ball rate, uh, 27.2% hard contact. We saw what Garrett Cole did to the same San Diego team last night, absolutely smashed against them. Uh, strikeout rate, 22.9% overall as a team. These San Diego hitters, not a lot of pop in these bats at a 164 ISO overall. This is, you know, a good spot for Charlie Morton. And like you said, on FanDuel, they're just not working the prices properly on pitchers. So you could go ahead and just get Morton in there, you know. And I, and I do believe on FanDuel, that's the route that I'll end up going. And I think that's the safest route to go. On DraftKings, it is a bit trickier. He's 11.5K over there, so it does make your uh, roster build a bit trickier. But I think we'll find some good value bats today. So I, I do feel like this is one of those slates where we could prioritize pitching. I feel like the more games we have and the more options we have at the plate, the more we could prioritize pitching. Do you agree with that with your roster construction? Uh, I can agree with that, but there's there are going to be some big bats that I want that I don't want to miss out on. So that's kind of one of the problems. Uh, I just think it's one of those things where the more and more I look at it, like, of course, if I can get Charlie Morton, I will. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Do you see much of a difference uh, from a point per dollar perspective from like a Charlie Morton to a guy like a Quintana? I don't know. Like, uh, that's a really nice savings on a guy like him. And uh, he's a really good pitcher. And then you get like a Luke Weaver. I like him as like an SB2. I think he's someone that I'm going to target in there just so that that'll be a nice little value. And you could like pair him up with the Charlie Morton. I think that's fine. A Mike Clevenger too for only 600 less. You could argue that Clevenger should be 11.5 and Morton could be 10.9 like I mean Clevenger he's a guy that's been pretty good and uh, I just think that he's in play too as well in this spot uh, good weather spot where he's pitching against a terrible Royals offense like so I, I think he's certainly in play in this uh, really nice ballpark I, there's just a lot of different routes that you can go like uh, I think uh, I think there's there's some guys that I wouldn't play obviously but it's mainly I'm just focusing on the guys like I talked about I like Morton, Clevenger, Weaver, Tyon don't mind Arietta, and then Quintana those are like the main guys I'm kind of keying in on right now and uh you know if if i can get like a giancarlo stanton in there and i have to get off of a morton i don't hate it right like i'll go down to uh you know a quintana instead or something like that it just kind of depends because i i do agree with you and it's a sunday too we will get value and you kind of have to wait and see with the lineups that's something that we always have to check out on sundays 
but uh, there are going to be some big bats that I want. And like, uh, you know, a guy like Stanton is someone who we'll get to uh, against Mike Wright. That should be a good time for him, right? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And we'll definitely get to that. But you mentioned Luke Weaver still does not have a picture on FanDuel, by the way. Uh, don't know what's taking them so long. But Vegas is really starting to believe in this kid. When we look at these uh, in, implied totals here, uh, one of the lowest uh, run totals on the slate for this game, 7.5. And Luke Weaver, a pretty heavy favorite, minus 152 on the money line. And this D-backs lineup, 3.38 implied runs here. Very low implied total for these D-backs. Uh, Vegas starting to see this kid Weaver and really uh, see his upside. 28.6% strikeout rate, 50% ground ball rate, and limiting hard contact to 25.9%. This kid Weaver has a ton of upside. And a 6,800 on DraftKings, I just feel like I have to lock him in. I feel like I can't fade Weaver on DraftKings today. Yeah, I think Weaver's the the easy SP two. I mean, if you if you look down here, uh, you know below, let's say below, uh, you know Taiwan Walker and below, right? Like Tyler Malley, he's a pretty talented guy. Uh, I like him. I think he's someone that could, could be pretty good in the big league. So I'm kind of uh, you know he had a big outing the last time, and I think he's fine against Pittsburgh. But I don't know. I'd rather, like I said, I'm just kind of defaulting to Luke Weaver at 6800. If you look at these uh, Arizona bats, right? Like what are the bats that we're scared of? Sure, we're we're worried about David Peralta a little bit and some of these lefties, but. It's really like Paul Goldschmidt and uh, AJ Pollock. They're the two guys that I'm scared of, and he's got the hand advantage on them. So, uh, again, I'm not like in love with targeting Arizona, but now uh, you know they're out of that park and uh, low low total over there, 3.38 runs for the Diamondbacks. I love Luke Weaver. He's easily my SP two. I think that's the guy I'm going to go to. I don't see myself going like you know the Morton Clevenger route. That just doesn't seem like the optimal build for me today. So I'm going to put Luke Weaver in there. He's a great value. Uh, the SP two that you want to get exposure to, and then I can basically for my SP one, I can pick whichever one I want. Right? I could go Morton Clevenger. Uh, I can just pick uh, based on what lineups I see too. One thing to note on Sundays is we get like different lineups a lot of the time, and that can be big bumps to the pitchers. Uh, just you know, say that uh, you know there's a righty in there, and then they throw in a lot more lefties than you expect. That can maybe take them off take me off them so uh you know we, we still don't have umpires so there's a lot that goes into it and i just don't see like a huge advantage on like one of these guys like between morton clevenger Quintana, ty and arietta i think they're all really solid plays and for their prices they're good i just don't have one that's like sticking out if, if, if you told me one was sticking out uh of course morton at the top is great but uh, i don't know i like quintana's price and i'm just curious what kind of bats i can end up pulling with a uh you know a weaver quintana lineup yeah and you know the interesting thing here too is uh, we just missed having chorus on the slate, so I'm very happy about that because it does put a li- little bit more of a skill, uh, you know, asset into this. Even though chorus let down yesterday, um, I, it just it really makes it difficult to, to build rosters on big slates to have chorus on it. So happy that's not there, but. Uh, one more thing, you know, in, in Weaver's advantage here, too. You talked about those Arizona bats. He has that National League game edge here where he's only going to have to be facing uh, eight pure hitters, you know, and he, he, the pitcher is going to have to hit. So that also is a nice little advantage for Weaver over there. Um, I do think, you know, you're really you're preaching about Quintana hard here. My only issue is that there are some some right-handed hitters here on this Milwaukee team that can really smash lefties. Uh, you know, it, it's, in, it's in Milwaukee. We know that ballpark favors hitters. And I know that Quintana has stepped up and shown some big stuff. Uh, Last time out, he kind of blew up on himself. You know, he became his own worst enemy. So I don't know. Do you really trust Quintana here? 
Yeah, so like, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start building with Quintana and then from there, like, see if I can build up to get, obviously, I'd rather have Morton, right? If I told you Quintana or Morton, I want Morton. So I think what I'm going to start is start at Quintana and then start to build my way up to see if I can get up to a guy like Morton. Uh, I think Weaver's easily locked in, but I mean, I feel fine about him. I, the Brewers can definitely swing and miss with the best of them, right? They're definitely able to do that. I am scared of some of those righties, though. There is reason to be concerned about that. Uh, and I think it's more of a tournament play, probably. I mean, I could do it in cash games, but I would just, I would be slightly worried. But I, I, like I said, I'm going to start out with Quintana in there, and then we're going to kind of build my way up. Hey, if I have the money for you know a guy like a tie on Arietta is one I have to figure out. Like, do we know a pitch count on him? Like, I, I haven't seen anything on it. Uh, I'll try and check real quick here just to make sure. Like, so I didn't miss anything. But like, I just hate taking guys on like you know their first game out there. Like I said, like at least these guys who have pitched one game are are at least stretched out right now, right? Like he just debuted. Do we know how many innings he'll go? Like we saw you Darvish go 100, uh, you know, pitches, so he was perfect fine and the guy like jake area i'm guessing he'd be fine and they just roll him out there because like he'd be great but again like first time out there i don't know i'm just slightly concerned and like i said i think the best way to do it is plug weaver in and then put quintana in and then from there just uh you know try and see what you can build and see uh, what it gets you because I, I think there is some like you know there is some concern with quintana and he's more of a tournament play probably than a cash game play but i still feel confident in him because the brewers are not the greatest team and like i'm gonna i'm gonna buy in on the pitcher who's uh you know a good pitcher and uh just that one blowout out and maybe people will just be a little worried but if i want to if i have the extra money i will go up to a guy like an arietta i think he's solid like clevenger too like i clevenger against kansas city that horrible lineup in that great ballpark like just with the weather and everything that's great and then if i can get all the way up to charlie morton against San Diego I mean San Diego is terrible so uh that would be great to be able to get Charlie Morton so uh yeah the, the dream is Charlie Morton and uh Luke Weaver but I'm gonna start out with Quintana and then build my way up just to make sure because there's some good bats on the slate yeah well Arietta going out his first time you know at home in Philly in New Jersey going out there to do something big um, I, I I do believe he's going to be pumped up. I don't know if they're going to have him on a pitch count. I don't believe I don't believe they're going to do that here in this home opener for him. I think uh, you know for his first time in the Phillies jersey. I think they'll go out well, there. It, it, yeah. Josh, one problem with that is like this manager man. Like he he let Aaron Nolan his first opening start only go sixty eight pitches. Like they were up five nothing, and then he only went sixty eight pitches. And he's like a big believer that like when you see him the third time around, it's it's a bad idea, and he wants to go right to the bullpen. And like that Phillies bullpen is terrible. So like. I am worried that we won't get enough out of Arietta at this price. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked just because I've seen this manager already do stupid stuff with it with the pitchers. He did it with Nola once. He did it with someone else. Like, I do think it's something to be like worried about a little bit. Yeah, poor Nola, man. Just uh, you know, they're giving him giving him trouble. Uh, you know, not not giving him the long leash he deserves, and I, I do agree with that. But uh, one thing though, we have been picking on this Miami uh, offense with good reason. Looking at that lineup, it's an absolute, uh, you know. Terrible thing though. It's a it's a it's a sight here. Uh, you know that makes your eyes sore or whatever it is. Uh, it's an eyesore of a lineup. Um, but Vegas really not believing fully in this Miami lineup either. We look at these numbers, Travis. Uh, the Miami Marlins implied run total at three point one eight. They got Arietta and and his Phillies team minus one eighty two on the money line. They really do believe that we're going to see some legitimate aggression from these Marlins and start to see them really be exposed for who they are. And and maybe we'll start here with Arietta coming out and just absolutely shutting them down. Throwing a gem. 
Yeah, I just I worry about the leash. Like that's the one thing that like it's just an unknown. Uh, it really is. Uh, I'm I'm slightly worried about that. I'd, I'd probably rather you know find the money for Clevenger or Morton stuff like that. Like, again, like those guys at the top. The more and more I think about it, it just seems like I'm gonna wanna kind of just uh, take those two and kind of roll with it. But again, like I said, there's bats I like on this slate that I want to get to. Is there anyone else cheap though, Josh? Like I think we talked about the top a lot. Like uh, you know, you're a Yankee fan, uh, Jordan Montgomery. Uh, he's a guy I like to play some from time to time. And this price is good, but against Baltimore. I don't know. In this park, I think I'm staying away. Like any of these other cheap guys, like can I interest you in a Tyson Ross? Uh, you know, he's like kind of a name that people know. Uh, Lance Lynn, my boy, uh, he's he's won me some money in the past, but Lance Lynn feels kind of like a guy where uh, I don't think we'll be uh, hanging out too much this season together. So uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like this like below, uh, basically below Luke, Luke Weaver is uh, just a pretty ugly range and no one I really want to touch. Yeah, uh, Montgomery is a guy that I do really like, but I don't I don't like uh, picking uh, lefties here against Baltimore. They hit lefties really well. We saw that with, with CC Sabathia. Um, I, you mentioned, um, who else did you mention here? Lance Lynn. I just, this is not a spot to play Lance Lynn. Uh, and that's, you know, very simple for me. It's an easy fade. Um, maybe Mike Fires against the White Sox is someone I might consider uh, in tournaments as like a long shot, and the reason why is because uh, nobody's going to be playing Mike Fires, and the kid does have a lot of strikeout upside, and the Chicago White Sox uh, lineup does strike out at a decent clip, so uh, maybe some Mike Fires in tournaments. But to be honest, my my most popular combo today, I mean, if I'm building ten lineups, I'd say eight out of ten of them will have the combo of. Uh, more in and Weaver, and I think that's the best way to go, and just work around that. Yeah, yeah I think I think that's fine. Definitely something that uh, definitely something that you can do with that. Like it's just these, these cheap options. There's not that many great ones, uh, and I think it's just kind of keep it simple. Go to Luke Weaver for cheap. Uh, you know, if you wanted to throw some darts at like a Tyler Malley and the the tie on in that game, I uh, wouldn't hate doing that. But it's just mainly you getting Weaver in there and then focusing on those guys at the top that uh, I feel like have have a nice amount of upside between like the Morton Clevenger. Uh, you know, Quintana's and I guess Arietta goes in the conversation too. Cause, but I just, I worry about the leech, man. I just really do worry about it. Yep. All right. Anyone else here you want to mention or should we move on to the hitters now? No, nah, that's about it. We can head on over to the hitting. All right. We start with the catcher position here on FanDuel. We are no longer forced to play catchers. So, uh, you know, when, once you take that out of the equation, you're usually going to lean with a first baseman. Um, so, uh, just wanted to throw that out there, but on DraftKings we are forced to uh, play a catcher, so we have to look at catchers on DraftKings. Uh, looking at this this list of catchers here, there's uh, not really anyone that's making me crazy excited. Uh, Contreras has been the guy that I really leaned on anytime he's been on the slate so far this season, but don't love the matchup against ground ball wizard uh, Chase Anderson. Uh, Beef Castillo's in this game, but like I said, I you know Mike Fires is a guy I have a lot of respect for, so I don't think that I'll go that route either. Um, you know, it's really tough for me to, to to find a catcher here that I feel comfortable with. So since it's a Sunday, usually they give the starting catchers a day off. We saw this yesterday with uh, Kurt Suzuki, who we really liked, and he got sat. So. Um, you know, I, I think really I'm just taking like the wait and see approach on catcher and finding like the cheapest op- uh, option with a lot of upside and just kind of go from there. I think that's going to be my, my biggest approach. I'm not paying up for Gary Sanchez. So uh, outside of that, I think that's just going to, like I said, just find a cheap catcher that correlates with my lineup, has some upside. How about you, Travis? Yep. Yeah. 
I'm doing the same. So uh, it's it's a Sunday. I'm gonna wait and see what cheap catchers we have. I need the lineups for catcher most of the time. So uh, it, it's really tough. There's uh, it, not one that like you know particularly sticks out that I'm all over. Uh, I mean, maybe against an Eduardo Rodriguez coming back first game from the DL. You know, you get a Wilson Ramos maybe batting fifth. That could be interesting. Uh, righty against a lefty that can hit lefties well. So maybe take a dart on him if he gets a good lineup spot. But uh, you know, kind of just taking the wait and see approach. These obviously these. Uh, you know, Astro catchers, maybe you get a lineup spot from Brian McCann. Uh, but I just really need to kind of wait and see what's going to happen with the catcher position and, uh, you know, focus on making it a key into getting in some of the big bats. Yep. Go ahead. That's why you guys got to give us that follow on Twitter and we will update you with you, uh, update you guys with which catcher we like best. When Suzuki was announced out, I uh, leaned you guys towards the catcher that I liked the best after that. So I will do so again today if you guys uh, want to keep an eye open over there. So let's move on to first base now. Um, you know, this is a absolutely stacked position on a big slate. There's plenty of routes that we can go. Uh, some names that just like pop off the list here. Um, one interesting spot that we could look, by the way, here is going to be uh, the the Yankees, since uh, they've they've had an injury you know injury situation plague them. We might see Neil Walker pop up now and play first base in this game. Uh, on the flip side, of that Danny Valencia, the lefty masher, is facing Montgomery, and he's pretty cheap. Don't mind going that route there. Uh, there's just there's just so many places we can go here, Travis. So um, it just it's gonna come down to uh, to which route you want to go. If you want to pay up, there's options for that. If you want to find value, there's gonna be options for that. It, it's just coming uh, it's coming down now to to which way you want to go. And if you want an expensive guy. Uh, I think that there is definitely going to be some merit to rostering a guy like uh, Joey Votto here, uh, even though I think James Tyon is an absolute beast. Um, just uh, Joey Votto, I think, is a bigger beast than James Tyon, and I think that you'll get him at a very low ownership, so I don't mind him. But like I said, there, there are some cheap options here too, so let me hear your take. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I don't like first base really today. I'm not really the biggest fan of it. Uh, I think I'll just go for cheap Matt Carpenter and keep it kind of simple in a spot against Taiwan Walker. And he's got a really, you know, he's a good bat. He's really just underpriced. And, you know, against a guy like Walker, I think it makes some sense. So I think that's the guy I'm like leaning on right now that I'd be like the guy I'm prioritizing. If you force me to pick one, I, if Neil Walker gets a good lineup spot, yeah, I could see going to him. Maybe Marvin Gonzalez gets a good lineup spot. That could be interesting. Kind of curious how like lineup shake up and whatnot. But it's like, you know, if you look at these guys at the top, it's just like, do I want to pay for an Edwin Carnacion against a Hamill, a Goldschmidt against a Weaver, uh, you know, Hanley Ramirez in that bullpen game? I, I don't know like I just there's not like you know matchups just that just pop off the page right it's not like Freddie Freeman against the righty and cores right it's not uh you know it's just, it's just it's not like you know we get like Vado you know he's he's in Pittsburgh uh, not the best park it's not like he's in like you know really great park against like a gas can pitcher so uh, I don't see like a lot of great spots at the top like like Jose Abreu uh, I'd rather him against a lefty right against a guy like my fire sure he can hit one homer but uh, I don't know it's just there's not like ones that are popping off to me that I love so I think I'm just going down for cheap because again there's some big bats that we'll get to that I like and uh, I kind of think going to Matt Carpenter is my favorite cheap option if I had to pick uh, and like you know just take some dart throws and some of these guys like you know you can go to like a I don't know Logan Morrison Logan Morrison won't be in the lineup though because that's a that's a lefty uh you talked about Valencia too if he if he's going to be in the lineup that could obviously be interesting but I'm kind of just think I'm going to look for like these cheap punt options and uh you know Carpenter is going to be the guy that I really want to look to you know target here for this price yeah I agree I think Matt Carpenter is a great option too um I I do think he might be the best option 
um, after looking at a few of them here. Uh, kind of skipped over him. Um, but yeah, his price tag is just too good, man. 3300 on DraftKings is an excellent price. So yeah, Matt Carpenter sounds good to me. Uh, all right, anyone else here you want to mention or should we move on to second base? Now yeah, let's go over to second base. All right, here we go. We are at the second base position. Now second base, um, usually a, a bit of a boring position. Today we have some options. Depending on that weather in Minnesota, uh, I think Brian Dozier would be certainly in play here against Marco Gonzalez. Brian Dozier has hit lefties really well throughout his career, has a lot of pop in his bat. So I do like some Dozier here in this spot. Um, another route that I think we can go is uh, Jason Kipnis against Jason Hamill, the Battle of the Jasons. I think Kipnis is a guy uh, that gets overlooked often. You can get him at low ownership, and his team is implied to score around five runs. Jason Hamill struggles against lefties. Kipnis hits at the top of the order. So do like me some Kipnis as well. And uh, another guy that I've been eyeing here is the, the, the mouthwash man, Jonathan Scope. Uh, showed a lot of potential last year, hit lefties pretty well, and I think he can continue to do so this season. So Scope is a guy that I'm also looking at on my radar. How about you, Travis? Where are you looking at second base? Yeah, yeah so like, uh, you know, I talked about there's guys I want to pay up for. Here's one of them, Brian Dozier, right? Like, if he if that game goes, I, I'm playing him. Like, just very simple, plugging him in against the lefty. I think it's a great spot for him. So I'll get all the Dozier exposure. I think he's someone I'm going to load up on. If we can get Zobris, then, like, Chase Anderson's not a guy I'm really looking to target. But if we can get Zobris batting first for cheap, I don't hate that. Uh, don't don't mind your Kipnis call. Think that he's a fine option. If we get Neil Walker, we talked about him before. But if we can get him in a good lineup spot, we want to slide him in at second base, I think we're able to do that too and then uh, i like uh yon Moncada. what a wonderful phrase man this guy's the man like i, I love him he's a guy i've been uh, all over so yeah like yon Moncada, i'm all over him uh, i if, if i don't have dozier i'll go over to him instead against mike fires uh i think this is a great spot for him man so give me give me yon Moncada. I, I i like him a ton so no dozier then i'll probably pivot over to him and uh then i don't know if there's any weather there then i'll just kind of keep pivoting but i think we're fine with the weather uh it's just that's like the one game i think looking at you know looking at like my amateur meteorology on the rg weather page uh, it looks like that's the only one that has some red stuff but stay tuned for what roth posts tomorrow man anytime that you wedge a guy's name into a lion king phrase it's making me feel like i have to play him now travis yeah man uh yeah yon manicata I, I i thought of the kuna matata it's like the perfect thing to do so uh, <laughs> I, I and he's a really good player man like he's like not not saying this white Sox lineup is like an amazing lineup but like uh Mankata's like part of this future man he's gonna be a really good player so uh yeah give me some Mankata if i get no dozier but i really want dozier today i mean he's a great pay up option here against the lefty what about carlos the sausage against charlie morton you remember him from last year <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't think I ever played him. Yeah, so I will. I will pass on him. But yeah, second base. It's like again, it's not one of those spots where I I, I love. I just think it's like an easy pay up spot for me. And uh, there's a lot of good spots to pay up for. And then there's some solid cheap ones that we discussed a little bit. But I think it's a pretty simple position. Not like too, uh, you know, not too many spots where you're worried about, oh, I'm going to miss out on, uh, you know, this guy and that guy. Yeah, we seem to be in agreement here about Dozier, Kipnis, and, and Mankata. So I think these are these are good routes to go. So let's move on to the hot corner now, third base. That sound good? Yep, sounds good to me. I'll kick it off. And I mean, I'm just going to keep it simple. Stick with that Twins game. I mean, can I get some Miguel Sano? Uh, you know, Miguel Sano against... Uh, against gonzalez like uh right against the lefty i like him a lot the only problem is like he's not the only guy to like on this slate right but i just think his price tag from like a point per dollar perspective he's a great play uh like manny machado too he's someone that i think we can target here at third uh base position 
I definitely think if you want to get some Astros exposure, the problem is, is like, how are we going to get the Astros exposure? So I don't mind going to a guy like Bregman. I think that's not a bad route to go. If you're looking to get Stroh's exposure, it's tough to pay for an Altuve and a Correa. But going to a guy like Bregman is not an option I mind. You talked about Ramirez a little bit earlier. You can slide him over at third base. So he's not terrible. And uh, it just depends. Maybe we'll get some like good values for lineup spots. Like maybe we'll get like a Scott Kingery batting third. I don't know what we'll get, but I'm really focusing on Sano. I think he's the guy I really want if you force me to pick just one. I think it's Miguel CS today. Definitely Miguel CS. Um, I think Tim Beckham's also a guy we could look at. He hits lefties really well. Gets a matchup against Montgomery. Uh, so uh, I do think that he's a guy that we, we could can target here. I do like these Orioles a lot. I don't know if you're, you're catching on to that at all. But uh, even though I'm a Yankee fan and I want my Yankees to win, I do like these Baltimore righties today. Um, Travis, you know, we kind of just been skipping over these Phillies hitters, and they put up like 20 runs yesterday. You know, do you think that this is a team that maybe we're undervaluing here and could, should like take stock in them when we can still get them super cheap? Maybe a guy like Franco. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I like the Phillies' offense in general. I think they're gonna, you know, I think they're gonna be a really like not not an amazing team this year, right? But I think they're gonna like push for the playoffs more than people would think, right? Like whatever their over under was, I forget what it was for wins. I think it's going over. I may have been seventy four. I could be wrong. I'm just trying to remember what it was. But I think this offense is a lot more deadly than people think. Uh, so yeah, I don't mind that. You can easily do that. And the Marlins, right? They have Trevor Richards out there, and Trevor Richards is is not that great. And you know, I'm expecting the bullpen to be in there a ton too. Like whenever the Marlins are. I just feel like they're not really going to have a guy that goes out there and throws seven innings. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of these Phillies are in play. But uh, like I said, like I just think Miguel Sano is too too good of like a just from a point per dollar perspective right 4200 for miguel sano against a lefty that's tough to pass on and like worst case scenario if i need to find 200 dollars, i can go up to a guy like machado uh don't hate that i don't want to target montgomery a ton but i do like uh you know i do like machado a lot and just him against a lefty uh sounds like a good time to me yeah i love machado man i also mentioned i like beckham too i like correlating the two there uh, both guys have lots of pop against lefties, and I don't mind some Jose Ramirez either linked up with, you know, if you want to play some Kipnis, I think that matches up as well. Uh, anyone else here you want to mention a third? No, I think that's it. We can head on over to shortstop. All righty, let's move on to the shortstop position. I already mentioned Machado and Tim Beckham based on the site you're playing on. Uh, these guys come available at each of those positions. Uh, another guy that we could look at here, uh, you know, we haven't mentioned any of these Bosox. I think Xander Bogarts. Um, Xander Bogarts, is that is that properly how you say it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I met him, shook his hand, and threw out the first pitch at the Red Sox game last season. I still can't get this guy's name right, man. This is yeah, he was great yesterday, man. He uh, he showed tons of pop. Uh, he was really good yesterday. Hit that grand slam. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's definitely someone to consider on this slate for sure. Yeah, he hits lefties really well, so I think that he's someone we could look at. Uh, Francisco Lindor is a guy that you know I keep coming back to these Indians too. Uh, you know what I usually try to do is just narrow it down to which teams. I'm really focusing on Uh, so it's becoming very clear that the Indians uh, are one of those teams that I'm really looking at uh, seriously on this slate so I think that that's certainly in play I really hope that this Mariners and Twins game plays man and not that I have any interest in uh, in uh, Adrian Zana or Adrianza Adrianza Um, I don't have any interest in him but I do like the other hitters we mentioned so I do hope that game plays um but yeah, for me, it's it's uh, like I said, the guys that I mentioned here at short going to keep it pretty simple. Uh, Machado, Beckham, depending on the site you're playing, Lindor, I think is also in playing Bogarts. How about you at short? 
Yeah, so like all these guys at the top at short, they, they obviously make sense. I think they're all like interesting options. Like, I mean, you're never going to argue. Didi Gregorius, like, of course, he makes sense uh, if you can spend on uh, I'm worried about Didi's hand. I'm worried about Didi's <laughs> hand, man, after he dove, oh, into, yeah. you know, dove into home the other day. I don't know. I mean, he had 13 fantasy points today, 24-13, so I'm not worried about no hand. At least I don't see anything about it. But uh, if something pops up tomorrow, then maybe maybe he gets a day off, right? But uh, this guy's just been absolutely like, crushing it. So if, if you want to pay up for anyone like Machado and above, like I, I can argue any of them are great plays, right? Uh, you know, it's going to be tough to kind of pick between which one. I don't mind, like, say I'm building my cash game roster and I am going towards the top. I kind of maybe see myself going towards a Lindor or a Bogart. It's just a good exposure to, you know, the Boston offense or the, like, Cleveland one, right? I feel like I haven't gotten enough exposure to the Cleveland offense, so maybe I will go to, like, a guy like Lindor. He seems like the guy, if I pay up, that's where I would go. Uh, in the mid-tier, though, it's kind of interesting. I, I don't really have guys that I'm, like, keying in on yet like i think tim beckham isn't bad like if you need a guy in the mid-range and uh say he bats first right that's always good for him he'll get five at bats then so i think that could be intriguing uh it's just there's not a lot else to like and uh, shortstop's a position where i think we just kind of like wait and see and kind of see what happens with the uh, lineups right we might be able to get like a really nice value uh you know throughout the day so i think that's kind of the approach i'm taking i'm looking to spend up on maybe a guy like lindor and then kind of see what happens with the value because i see myself uh wanting to try and pay down at shortstop but i need to kind of see what the lineups are going to shake up and be like uh, is there? There's not anything specifically coming out to me, but again, it's a Sunday, right? Sundays are always wonky. They always throw out these different lineups. Uh, the only one that really sticks out to me that I could see myself definitely happening is like the Tim Beckham uh, batting first could be a guy that I uh, definitely look to get some exposure to because I, I could see that happening on the slate. For sure. All right, let's move on to the outfield because this is where we really have a lot of options to kind of sift through. So I'm just going to go ahead and just list off a few guys that I'm really interested in. Mookie Betts, uh, very, very, very interested in. Love him anytime faces the left. He has incredible splits against left-handed pitching. Uh, Trey Mancini, Adam Jones, particularly Adam Jones. I think we see a nice Adam bomb today from Adam Jones. Looking for that A-bomb from him. Like him a lot against Montgomery. On the flip side of that game, uh, I do like me some Judge and Stanton, but the problem is they are both very expensive, and I would love, love, love to fit them in against a fly ball pitcher like Mike Wright, because I do think they, they, you know, they're going to put up some good runs tomorrow, these Yankees. With that implied team total of 5.65 runs, uh, major deal here against Mike Ray. So, do you want to, you know, build that? I'm just, you know, going to have trouble finding a way to fit him in with the pitching that I like. So, uh, but definitely, definitely like them a lot. Uh, let's move on down here. Uh, don't mind some Michael Brantley against Jason Hamill. Not crazy about it, but I think it would fit in, and you know, to correlate with my other mini stacks I might do with Cleveland, with like Kipnis and Jose Ramirez and some Lindor. Uh, I know you love your Rice Hoskins guy. Uh, I I could see him as a tournament dart, but I'm not I'm not crazy about him here. Maybe you're not crazy about him in this matchup either. But uh, the kid has a lot of talent, so always keep an eye on him. Just this slate might not be the best to play him. And if this Minnesota game does play, I feel like uh, we're gonna have to get some exposure to maybe some Byron Buxton or definitely. Um, Definitely some uh, some Robbie Grossman, uh, depending on how this lineup goes. You know, uh, waiting for this Minnesota lineup is going to be, you know, and, and waiting on the status of this game with the weather is going to be a major factor in my decisions uh, building lineups. So, assuming that game um, does not play, though, I'm going to have to find a way to like load up on these Yankees outfielders and uh, maybe get some Mookie Betts and, and Adam Jones in there. How about you? 
All right, Josh. So any slate is a good slate to play Reese Hoskins. The guy's the man. Like, uh, so let's get that straight. <laughs> yeah, you can play him on any slate, man. The guy is so good. But uh, yeah, like uh, Boston Red Sox. Like we talked about a couple guys, like Mookie Betts. I think he's definitely in play. Uh, it looks like this is the Rays bullpen game because I don't know who Ryan your Burrow is, and it just seems like this is the bullpen game. They're doing only a four rotation lineup this year, and they're gonna have one bullpen game a year, uh, not a year, uh, a week. So uh, every five, you'll see the the bullpen game. So I think this is gonna be the bullpen game so again i like bets here like in the first inning at least but who knows i don't know bullpen games i'm kind of a iffy on i i get why you want to target them but sometimes it seems like they can just like play the matchups enough where it could be a problem but uh yeah bets uh, if you want to spend up on him i think he's fine uh, I'm, I'm more of a mancini fan against righties i think he's kind of more reverse splits uh i like that in jones called don't hate him uh, that yankees outfield gardner judge uh stan yeah i'll load up on them that sounds like a good time they're probably my favorite outfield if you force me to pick an outfield that'll probably be my favorite outfield that i look to target uh, looking at some of these other guys, like, uh, you know, the Hoskins we talked about, I think he's going to be a good play. Uh, wouldn't mind a Kyle Schwarber as like a, just a one-off, uh, you know, home run play, or if you say you are stacking up the Cubs, uh, you know, I wouldn't hate that, uh, putting him in there. He's a guy that has some power and I could see him, uh, doing well against, uh, Chase Anderson here. So don't hate that of course the astros right 5.35 run total i feel like we haven't talked about them enough and i just don't see how i'm getting them in my lineups today george springer definitely pops for me right now and he's a guy i i would love to get exposure to but if i'm spending up i'm probably just gonna go to a guy like stanton and judge and just that yankees outfield so you know these astros kind of probably end up missing for me and i think that happens for a lot of people today like i feel like just people aren't going to play the astros so that could obviously be interesting especially with a 5.35 run total uh you know talk about that twins outfield i think you brought up great points with the twins outfield we gotta wait and see what the lineup does uh you know who's gonna be in there uh will there be grossman buxton uh, how's it all gonna shake up so i think we have to wait for that and obviously the weather there too uh when we look at that cardinals uh d-backs game i'd stay away from that uh diamondbacks outfield uh i think that cardinals outfield is one i love like a, a fowler famine ozuna uh, again, this is not a game that has like a really high run total or anything. And uh, I don't know, I could see this being like a pretty nice spot for Cardinals. Uh, and I, I just think like Fowler's a great cash game play. I like Ozuna. I still think he's really cheap. And I think that, like the Cardinals could be maybe that cheap stack that helps you get in these pitchers that uh, maybe, you know, you're talking about, you say you want to spend a pitcher, Josh. I think that Cardinals stack can maybe be the way to do it. And it's, it's not the sexiest game. It's not the game that has, you know, uh, you know, has the high run total or anything like that, but uh, that'll keep ownership up off it too. So uh, yeah, I think that outfield is a really, really deadly outfield on this slate. Yeah, for sure. They certainly are. All right. Any other outfielders here you want to mention before we move on to the stack of the day? No, I think that's it. Um, again, like I'm gonna definitely want to wait and see what the lineups like. Uh, I kind of hate being that guy and just saying it, but I'll probably say it every Sunday because it's a very important thing. We, you know, to see what the lineups are gonna do because uh, they, you know, Sunday's the day they really like to give guys off and whatnot. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of good plays in the outfield. And it seems like a spot I'm gonna try my best to spend up on, but uh, we'll have to see. You know how how things shake up. Yeah, for sure. All right, so with that, we'll move on to the stack of the day here and uh, go ahead and give our favorite stacks, which teams we think we should load up hitters from. Uh, you know, for me, it's a very difficult decision on a slate like this. Uh, I think maybe we should take the Minnesota uh, game off of the list here, Travis, just because the weather concerns. What do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. We can take that off the list just in case there's some weather. But we both agree that they're a great team to stack, um, you know, if the game does play. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I mean, I mentioned a lot of guys from this team, and I do think it's such a big slate that you don't have to worry about ownership. So uh, the Cleveland Indians are going to be the, the, the team that I really want to stack up here. Uh, love, love, you know, 
Lindor, Kipnis, Ramirez, Alonzo, and Carcione, Brantley, all these guys, they could all hit. You look at this lineup from top to bottom, all these guys are, are good hitters. Getting to face Hamill, you know, at home, 4.83 implied uh, team total. I think they, they score well over that here in the slate. Um, and I think that uh, I think that they really just go overlooked here. So uh, for me, it's going to be stack up the Cleveland Indians for sure. How about you, Travis? Where's your stack of the day? Uh, yeah, so it's kind of chalky and lame, but I'm just going to go with the Yankees, man. I mean, Mike Wright's hard hit rate against righties is 43.2%. I mean, I'm just going to want to get in these Yankees righties. And if Gary Sanchez is in there, let's just like say he is. I don't know if he's going to. I know he was uh, pretty tired from that uh, Friday night game. They said that, I was listening to the broadcast, and they basically said uh, it just sounded like the next day it hit him. He was just so sore after catching for so long. So I think he'll be in the lineup. And he got the day's rest, so that'll be nice. And I think with all the injuries they had, they had like Drury got hurt. Uh, he's like dealing with something with his eyes and whatnot. And with like the Gary Sanchez thing, there, there could be some value here. Say Sanchez doesn't even play. So uh, there's going to be value here i think with the drury injury and whatnot we probably get neil walker in there who i'm going to be a fan of too so i just think this yankee stack is a really good one and i'm sure a lot of people are going to like it right but uh i don't know i'll just try and find a way to be different i guess with it because i want to load up on them against a guy like mike wright who uh you know seems like a gas can seems like a guy that we can definitely target at that hard hit rate again is in that ballpark it's just too good of a spot for me so yeah yankee stack is probably my favorite one all right, you guys heard it here. Uh, we've got the Yankee stack from Travis. I put up my Cleveland stack, and uh, we both like this Minnesota stack if the game plays. So, as I mentioned, go ahead, give us both a follow on Twitter. You can follow me at Real Joshua Giant. That's at Real Joshua Giant. You can follow Travis at Travis Mangone. That's at Travis M A N G O N E. Hope you guys do great. We know that we'll hear from you guys throughout the week. We look forward to it. If you have any questions you might want us to answer on one of these shows, we love answering questions from you guys. So go ahead and do that. But uh, for now, we will see you guys next weekend. Hope you enjoy your Sunday. Hope you guys crush it. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Brandish. to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. 
And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.